Welcome to the Underdog Sniper Podcast. I'm your host, MG, MG Covers. Today's episode, we're going to talk about margins in sports betting, everything related to margins. So we're going to talk about why they're important in sports betting, how to calculate margins, how to calculate margins for spread sports, how to calculate margins for money line sports. And it's super important, and I think it's a basic fundamental. So let's dive right into this. All right, the first thing we're going to look at is spread sports and what a spread sport is is where there is a numerical spread like in for example college football is in nfl are spread sports you'll see a line you know one team is minus three the other line uh, the other team is plus three same deal in college football team might be um you know minus seven the other team might be plus seven and you could and it's also true in nba as well and you can, of course, play it on a money line. We're going to cover that a little bit later. But for now, I want to talk about the the spread sport. So what you're ideally you're trying to do in this business, and the reason margins are important, is you want to find your, your spread to be greater than the sports book spread. And let's just use a, a very simple example. So let's say you have your model and you calculate, say for MBA, your line is Golden State minus four. All right, that's your line minus four. Let's say the sports book has a line of minus three. That's not a significant um, difference between those two, right? I mean, it might as well be the same number. It's not enough of a variance to say there's value in your line. And we have in this business what we call a margin of error, and that's just understanding stats and probability. It's the same deal when you flip a coin. If you flip a coin, technically, it's going to land on heads. If you flip a coin 100 times, it's going to land on heads 50 of those times and 50 on the other side. But it's not going to be like, realistically, it won't be like that all the time. Meaning like you might flip on, it might flip on heads five times in a row there's going to be a little bit of variance in there. And it's the same deal with when you understand when you're calculating your line. So a minus four line that you have is basically the same as a sports book line having a minus three. It's not a big enough variance to say that you have enough margin to play that particular game. So what would be enough and how do you determine that? That's a great question because people say, what what would you do? What does your line need to be? If the if the Golden State's minus three at the sports book, what does your line need to be in order to be considered a play? Well, the way I calculate NBA specifically is I use you have to figure out what the margin of victory is. So the average margin of victory in NBA is minus eleven. Ironically, the same in college basketball, it's eleven points. So the number that I came up with that's pretty effective is is a five point differential. So we want at least a five-point differential. So in that case, if Golden State's minus three, then our line needs to be at least minus eight. And see, by having that big of a differential, that, that factors in that margin of error. And what I mean by that is the sportsbook line is minus three. It could technically be a minus four, minus two with movement. Same deal if our line is minus eight. It technically could be a minus nine line or a minus seven. We want a big enough differential that we can say, hey, there's significant amount of value on the Golden State side in order to play that game. 
because if our line is minus eight, sportsbook line is minus three, there's a big enough differential there to justify a play or to say that Golden State has value. Does that make sense? If I even if our line was say minus five, sportsbook line is minus three. That's still a little too tight because that's only a two point spread. And when you factor in margin of error, it's just it's just too tight to justify a play. So for spread sports, specifically NBA, the way I calculate it, you want at least a five-point differential. And that would be the same with college basketball as well. Because you never want to play a game that's that has a real tight margin. Because basically what you're saying, if your line is minus four, the sportsbook line is minus three, what are we what can we conclude? We're concluding that. Hey, this game is going to be relatively close. There's no value in playing that game. Um, and we're going to talk about more margins as it relates to businesses as, as well when we get into money line. And I think that'll really hit home if you're confused about margins and how to calculate it. And we're going to talk about how to calculate it in the podcast, even though you might be driving. <laughs> I'll do the calculations on my side. All right. So that's sort of MBA. And then you could do the same for college uh football as well. Now, NFL is is a different beast altogether. And what I mean by that is, again, so how do I determine what significant amount of spread? And I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. There might be other sharps or professionals that calculate it differently, you know, meaning like what's their number to justify that a play has value. But for NFL, it all goes back to margin of victory. So in NBA, your average margin of victory is 11 points, right? Well, in NFL, that's not true. The most, the biggest, <clears throat> the most frequent numbers are the three and the seven. More games in than a three. Second biggest numbers, games in and a seven. And the majority of NFL games are in between those two numbers, right? So therefore, you have to take that number down. So my number for NFL is three. So if a team has, if there's a three-point differential between my line and the sportsbook line, then that is significant enough of a margin to cons- to say that that team has value. And it's very important to understand numbers in NFL, right? And I know this is sort of cliche. It might be a review, but I think if you fully understand it, it's going to help you not only in NFL and all other sports as well and understanding what scoring, how scoring works. I'll give you an example. So with regards to NFL, right? So let's say my line, let's say the sportsbook line is minus three. Let's go back to that same Golden State. Let's say we have um, Philadelphia Eagles minus three sportsbook line. My line is minus six and a half. We have a three and a half point differential. So in essence, when you factor in margin of error, we're basically saying Eagles are going to win by a touchdown. Books are saying the Eagles are going to win by a field goal. So we have enough margin to justify a play. And generally that's how it works, right? So if a team is, you know, up, well, even by a, if the game is even, they're either going to kick a field goal or they're going to sc- score a touchdown. So we're saying they're good enough to win by a touchdown as opposed to a field goal. So that's why I only use uh, three there and contrast that with like soccer m- margins, completely different. Like if a team wins by four points in or a field goal in NFL, team wins 23 to 20, that's considered an extremely close game. In soccer, if a team wins three to nothing, that's an absolute blowout. A blowout would be two to nothing as well, right? <laughs> because it's difficult for a team to score goals. It's difficult to score goals in general in soccer. So once a team's up by two and it's late, 
extremely rare for that team to come back and win. I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, they could come back and tie. Even that would be extremely not probable. But just to give you an understanding of of how numbers work differently in each sport. So you couldn't use the that um, same approach to soccer, completely different beast. So it's going to vary when you're calculating and factoring margins. It's going to vary with each sport, right? So back to NFL, again, we want to see about a three-point margin. Now, and again, why? Because the games are real close. That's the easy way to remember it. College football, completely different beast altogether, right? Average margin of victory in college football is 15 points. So we got this bigger number. So what is what has to happen for the number that we consider there to be value? It has to be greater than three in NFL, right? So the number I use is a five. So if a team has at least five points of uh, difference between my line and a sportsbook line, I basically calculate or identify that game as a game having value. So anyway, so that's it in a nutshell. So the way to remember about spreads is that it, it, it needs to be significant enough. One or two points, it's too tight. And, I, and you'll see a lot of people – the reason why you need to set that number is to keep you disciplined. And what I mean by that is when you do, when you're, it's what I call a first cut. What I do is each day I list all the games with value. I don't try to calculate, uh, handicap the games. I'm just going at looking at my lines versus the sports book lines and identifying which teams have value. And I do this for college football and NFL. You're not trying to handicap the games. And when you have a distinct number that you're going to go by, it keeps you from playing marginal games. And what I mean by that is, let's say if the sportsbook line is minus two and then your line is minus four, you might be tempted to say, ah, that game, ah, we had a little bit of difference. I really like Kansas City. Maybe Kansas City's minus two, your line is minus four. You might be tempted to play it. Whereas if you have a, a number, a three-point differential, you'll look at that number and say, okay, it's not, it's not enough to justify a play or to justify and say it has value. So that's why it's very important for you to have your margin in each sport. Again, it could be different than what I have, but I'm just basing it on what what I've been successful with in the past. So, But having that number is important because it will keep you disciplined and not play uh, marginal games. So that's basically spread. So let's move on to um, money lines, completely different beast altogether. The money lines most popular in – MLB and NHL. Now, we're af- we actually now have to do some calculations. So, what we want to find in money, um, we have to con. Okay, I got kind of confused there. Okay, let's do this. Let's say our line is minus one fifty for a NHL game. So minus one fifty if you convert that into a percentage chance of winning is 60%. And if you don't know this, just Google um, money line conversion chart on Google. And my, my buddy, Jimmy Boyd, his site, a pop up, he's a handicapper, but he, I use this chart all the time. I just have it bookmarked, but anyway, so minus minus one fifty converts into a 60% chance of winning. All right. So let's say our, our line is minus minus one fifty. Let's say the sports book line is minus 140. So immediately you would you would say to yourself, wow, okay, we have some we have some value there. The sports books 
line is minus 140. Our line is minus 150. Well, minus 140 converts into a 58% chance of winning. So our line, 60% chance of winning. Sportsbook line, 58% chance of winning. Guess what? There's no value. There's like no value in that. And again, going back to kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast, when you factor in margin of error, what's the difference between 60% chance of winning and 58% chance of winning? Basically, basically the same. I mean, it sounds really close, right? And if you wanted to calculate the margins, here's how you calculate margin. Very simple to do. You always take, the easy way to remember it is, take the little number, put it on top, and divide that number by the big number. So our numbers we were using, 140 and 150, you take 140 divided by 150, and you get 0.93. Then you take that number minus 1, that equals 0.0666. So in essence, you only have 7% margin, which is not enough to justify a play. And if you have, I've talked about this a lot if you watch any of my YouTube videos, but if but if you know a friend that owns a business, maybe a restaurant business, convenience store, ask them if they could survive operating on a 7% margin. And they'll probably laugh because it's just too tight of a margin to operate on to, to turn any kind of significant profit. Um, that's why those of you that remember back when a uh, tragedy of 9-11 occurred, airline industry had to shut down. They didn't fly for two weeks and majority of companies went bust. Why? Because they operate on an extremely, extremely low margin, profit margin. So anything that goes wrong, you know, they're not going to be profitable. And a lot of companies filed bankruptcy and struggled tremendously during that time. So in our business, the key number, and you've heard me talk about this before, is 15%. So what you want to, the margin you want to have is at least 15%. Now there's always exceptions to the rule in sports betting. Remember that, but a good rule of thumb is you want to have at least 15% margin. So going back to that previous example, let's say our line is minus 150. That's a 60% chance of winning. Okay. So let's say I'm going to do this on top of my head. See what we got here. Nope. Okay. All right. This is a, this is a good example. So let's say the sportsbook line is minus one thirty-five. Our line minus one fifty. Sportsbook line minus one thirty-five. Take one thirty-five divided by minus one fifty. Point nine minus one, and we have a ten percent margin. So that's still really tight. Now here's the exception that I will make sometimes in Major League Baseball as well as NHL. When we talk about a minus one fifty line and a minus one thirty-five sportsbook line. That is, that's a favorite, right? And favorites win 60% of the time in Major League Baseball. Favorites win 60% of the time in Major in uh, Major League Baseball and NHL. So on, on the favorite side, your margins will be a lot tighter than they will be on the underdog side. Books are going to shade lines to the favorite side. So on that side in Major League Baseball and NHL, that's where I would make it exceptions because the, those margins are going to be tight anyway. Public you know, plays majority favorites. So in that situation where you have a line minus 150, sports book line is minus 135, even though it's only a 10% margin, sometimes that would I would consider that if I had enough subjective angles in my favor. And subjective angles, if you're new, is basically like if we had line movement, 
The team we were playing was in good form. Um, there were no injuries. Maybe we had an advantage in goalies for NHL. If it was Major League Baseball, maybe we had an advantage in starting pitching. So that's that. But going back to that example, where would what would that number need to be in order to have significant amount of margin to justify play? So if we take 150 – So it would need to be around minus 128. Let's take minus 128 divided by 150. Yep, 0.85 minus 1, 15%. So to have a true 15% margin, our line was minus 150. The books would need to be minus 128. Okay. So, you know, that's uh, – um, pretty simple explanation of it right now on the underdog side um you'll always especially with major league baseball and nhl you always have you will have significant margins right now one thing i want to talk about because this really confuses a lot of people we're going to talk about how to calculate margins when one number is positive and the other number is negative and what i mean by that is let's say you have a team that is minus 120 your line. This happens a lot in Major League Baseball. Happens a lot in NHL. So the line that you calculate is minus 120. That converts into a 54% chance of winning. All right. But let's say you look at the sportsbook line and the sportsbook line is plus 130. So that converts into a 43% chance of winning. So that formula I gave you guys you take the little number divided by the big number, you can't do that here because you have one number that is positive, one number is negative. So we got minus 120, our line. Sportsbook line is plus 130. How do we calculate the margin? Okay. Well, we have to take one of those numbers to 100. So because 100 can be positive or negative, right? So try to explain this because I realize this is a podcast. So if, if we just take, let's take the minus 120. So we're going to subtract minus 120 or we're going to subtract 20 from the minus 120 to get it to 100. So let's say we do that. So our minus 120 line is now 100. So if we took away 20 from the minus 120, we have to do the same for the plus 130. So we add 20 to plus 130 and it becomes 150. Now we have a 100 line and we have a plus 150 line. So then we just, we calculate the same way we've always calculated. You take the little number, 100 divided by 150. That comes to 0.66 minus one. And we get a point, we get 33%. That's our margin. And that would be a significant margin. That would be a good, a good play based on value. Now, another way to calculate it, not to confuse you, but just so you know that there's a different way. And hopefully this, the way I'm explaining this is easy. So you have, let's use a different number. No, let's use the same one. No, let's use a different number. <laughs> so let's say we have plus, we'll make it tricky. Let's, let's say we have mm, plus 137 is the sports book line. Our line is minus 115. Okay, but this time we're going to calculate our margin using the dog first. So it's plus 137. So we got to get the plus 137 back to 100. So however you want to 
think about it, you're going to add 37 to get 37 to the 100. So 37 minus plus 137 becomes 100. All right. So the dog line that was originally plus 137 is now 100. So what do we have to do to that minus 115 line? We have to add 37 to it. So now it becomes one minus 152. Did I do that right? Yep. So you add 37 to 115 and you get a line of 152. And then now we're going to perform our normal calculation. 100 minus 152 is 0.65 minus 1 is 34. So that would be a 34% margin and enough to justify a play. So that's basically it. And again, margin extremely important to calculate because that's the only way you're going to know if there's enough value, whether it's a spread line or a money line, that's the only way you're going to know if this is a play. I mean, that's like the foundation of everything. Does this play have value? Well, the only way to know that is to be able to take your line or my lines if you're a client and calculate that against the sportsbook line to see if there's significant enough margin to handicap that game subjectively and to potentially uh, play it. So again, just some key points you want to have for the spread. You need to have, regardless of the number that you use, you need to have um, significant amount of value in order to justify a play. And that needs to be a set number. Like for me, again, I've talked about it in football. NFL, I use three. College football, I use five. For college basketball and NBA, I use five. And then for money line sports, I'm going to use a 15% margin. And again, like I said, always exceptions to the rule, but having that number and, and being disciplined to stick to that number will help you more times than it will hurt you. So anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this podcast, got a lot of value out of it, out of it and we will see you guys on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the premiere episode of the Underdog Sniper SMG here. Two new programs we're going to launch. We have a stat model building program I'm going to launch where I'm going to teach you how to build stat models and also have a coaching program where you're going to get one-on-one coaching with me via Zoom. If you're interested in either one of those programs, shoot me an email. Email is very simple, mg at mgcovers.com. Just say, hey, interested in the stat model program or interested in Zoom coaching? And I'll send you the details as soon as they are released.